0: Coming up on the Venus Cuckoldress podcast.
1: Uh, credit to my uh, my uh, my good friend uh, James, uh, Anna and James. James has taught me, even though we've been in the lifestyle a long time, to be more patient. Um, speaking of things that you know make your partner lose respect, I used to I used to try to script, and you know when I would film Kennedy. Um, and play Steven Spielberg and, you know, and and talk through the scenes and say, okay, no, move your leg. I was like a porn director. It was, it was so silly of me to do that. I mean, I, I cringe when I think back on those and watch those videos. I I was involved in the relationship. I was, I would, I would play alongside with, you know, some of her playmates, but that changed as time went on where I found that I had, you know, I, I had more pleasure by, in, you know, just watching and, you know, also for me, um, you know, having a physical, uh, a physical event, a physical disability, if you will, changed it. I'll just be graphic about it. Kennedy broke my dick. She <laughs> was, she was riding me reverse cowgirl <laughs> and, um, you know, for any guy that's ever experienced that, I can tell you it's not fun
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) She broke your dick,
0: oh my god.
1: (laughs) She broke my dick, yeah. I can still I can still hear the pop right now.
0: Oh god, that's like a (laughs) fucking nightmare. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Thanks so much for joining me. This today is part two of the Cuck series that I've got going on. That's really kind of highlighting the voices of the Cuck's perspective when it comes to cuckolding relationships. If you missed the last episode, it was with Slurpee Cuck you better go back and listen to it. <laughs> because that one got all the people talking. And apparently, it really resonated with a lot of guys out there. So there was some, you know, deep, honest, uh, vulnerable feelings shared. And it was a really great episode. So make sure you go back and have a listen. If you haven't already, it was the most uh, recent episode before this. All right, and today I have a special guest. His name is Scott. His wife's been on the show before, Kennedy. Um, and he this is his first time on the show. And what I did was I collected a bunch of questions off of social media Yeah, from people who, you know, I, I just pose a question, if you could ask an experienced cuck anything, what would it be? So I collected these questions. And uh, Scott is going to dive into some of these questions today for this episode. So <laughs> it's a really good show. I think you're going to like it a lot. First, though, I've got a couple of announcements. So uh, number one, I am going to be doing a live radio show the third Tuesday of every month. Uh, It's called GTFO Radio, and that's uh, gtforadio.ca, and um, it's live every Tuesday, or not every Tuesday, every third Tuesday of the month, and the next one is going to be uh, noon on Tuesday, March 21st and that's going to be noon pacific time so 3 p.m eastern so if you are you know hanging out at your work desk and you want to listen in make sure you check it out the link is going to be in the show notes for today uh you could also get information for it uh on the website venuscuckledress.com on the events page and my special guest that's going to be joining me live on that radio show is going to be confident cuck so it's definitely going to be a good one. All right. Second, uh, there's a free masterclass that's coming up, which is pretty cool. And it's all about opening up your relationship. So it's about, you know, different kinds of non-monogamous relationships. And there's going to be a whole bunch of speakers, lots of them, myself included, I will be chiming in about cuckolding relationships. It's totally free. And it's online between the dates of March 27th and April 9th. So, the link to be able to register for that, you'll definitely want to check it out, is in the show notes for today, but it's also on the events page at venuscuckoldress.com. Okay, before we jump in, I have to share this amazing review that Keith has left on Apple Podcasts review. So, he left this show. A five star rating. Thank you, Keith. (laughs) And this amazing review. So he said about the podcast this woman is a true angel who saved a 25 year marriage. That is incredible. I just think that's amazing. To be able to help people out is, I really, honestly, I feel so lucky to be able to do this job, this work. That I love so much. So, if you enjoy this show, if you appreciate this show, I would really love if you go to Apple Podcasts and do a five star rating and a review. I would love it. I'll definitely give you a shout out on the show. Okay, that's it for announcements. Now it's time to jump into our show today. Here we go joining me on the show today i have my friend scott who his wife has been on the show before kennedy what an amazing show she did and uh, so he's on the show today to talk about what it's like to be a cuck this is part two in the series of uh, the cuck perspective scott thank you so much for joining me on the show today i'm so happy to have you here
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Venus. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to do this. I enjoy, you know, giving back in some small way. I enjoy doing this. And I obviously, we're huge fans of your podcast and, you know, love what you do. So my pleasure.
0: Wonderful. Okay. Do you want to give the listeners just a quick little rundown, a little bit about yourself and your marriage and kind of, you know, all of that sort of stuff?
1: Sure, sure. So Kennedy and I have been... Um, Let's see, we've been married for over 25 years. We're both young, still in our you know 40s. and we've been in the lifestyle. Uh, my goodness, we we started pretty much into the lifestyle about three years after um, we were married. Um, you know, I had expressed to her my feelings and we both were very highly sexual people. Um, and uh, we initially started out as a stag vixen couple. And, um, you know, it evolved over time due to, you know, a number of reasons. And, um, you know, she's been black only now for 23 years. We're both proud to say that. It's just our preference, our choice. It's her choice, not mine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty much her call. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're very, very, very fortunate to, uh, to have a successful, you know, beautiful marriage and a beautiful cuckold uh, relationship that's just been filled with amazing, amazing, you know, experiences in meeting wonderful people like you and so many others.
0: That's amazing. And so I think you're going to be just a really great addition to the voice uh, for the cuck perspective, because you have been doing this for a long time. You've been through things, you've learned things and evolved, I'm assuming along the way. And so for all of those people who are listening, who might not be experienced or as experienced, um, this is going to be a great opportunity to kind of learn, you know, what it's been like, or what 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 it's what it really is like so what I had um, before we did this show to recorded the show today I um, I put it out on social media. If you could ask an experienced cuck anything, what would it be? And my goodness, did we ever get a lot of questions? So there's a lot of people wondering, you know, what it's really like. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you some of those questions. And we'll, yeah, we'll dive right in and and um, start to get into it. Here we go. The first one is, I feel like I keep hearing from one cuckoldress after another that they end up losing respect for their cuck. It honestly confuses me and fills me with a feeling of dread, especially when it's a mutual decision. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, I I could see a scenario where a cuckoldress might lose respect for their cuck if the cuck is dishonest um, or ends up doing something that the cuckoldrist has asked him not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you in my case, um, from my own personal experience, I used to go on Kennedy's, you know, social, and I would message, you know, guys that I thought that maybe she would be attracted to and almost speak for her. Right. Cause I was constantly trying to set up, you know, set up communication between her and, and other, other people. And, it pissed her off and understandably so. I mean, it absolutely drove her crazy. And and, um, and that could have easily been a scenario where um, she would have lost respect for me had I have not you know, changed that behavior. Um, so you know, that's one small example, but I think it involves obviously a high degree of communication. You have to um, know the boundaries of each other and know the, the boundaries of your, 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 you know, your partner, especially what your couple just expects out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you push those boundaries of what, you know, just like in a normal relationship, right. It doesn't have to be a couple of relationship, you know, in a, in a, in a normal quote, vanilla relationship, if someone ends up pushing the boundaries or doing something that makes the other partner lose respect, what does it generally stem from? It stems from the same things. It stems from being dishonest, being, you know, being petty, you know, doing something that, that, you know, that, that the other partner uh, dislikes. And so it's being mindful and, and, and communicative that will prevent those type of scenarios from, from happening, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Now the next question, doesn't the cuckoldress have an obligation to support and care for their cuck through this journey?
1: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Things that make you go. Hmm. So, um, Yes and no. Uh, For us, Kennedy certainly did initially uh, have to, you know, and it's not an obligation. It's not certainly that that something a couple just has to do because in some relationships, some couples enjoy the emotional masochism and don't want an emotional love, you know, support of any kind. And so, you know, that that's something that's been communicated beforehand as a boundary, then, you know, maybe that person enjoys that. And if they do, great. But for, for, for us, um, and I think, you know, most coupled couples that we know that, you know, that we've become friends with over the years, um, you know, the, the couple just at one point did do that. Um, you know, she showed some sort of an, you know, emotional support to make sure that the coupled knew that, she, that they're, you know, that they're loved and that they're, you know, that they're in a secure place and that they're appreciated for who they are and, and, and love for who they are and that, you know, nothing is going to change that. Um, you know, I think separating sex and emotion is critical. Mm-hmm. And so many people have a hard time with that. They associate the two as, as you know, unanimous and they're not. Um, so I think, you know, I think early on in a couple relationship, relationships, sure. You know, that reconnection, that, that, that you know, what is it they, they call it, you know, when, when, when couples after, you know, when couples, you know, when they rebond or reconnect, you know, in some way, um, you know, we don't have to do that anymore, but I, at some point, um, you know, I think at, in our relationship, we certainly did that. So I, I can, I can, I can see that being a really important thing and a fundamental thing early on in a relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. This next one, um, What brought you to cuckoldry to begin with? And what kind of feelings does it inspire within?
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you know, it's interesting because I have always been um, in awe. I've always had a great level of respect uh, for the Black community, the African-American community. Um, As a minority myself, I've always felt that, you know, uh, African-Americans have had, you know, a raw deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, in some way, I always found relationships from the time that I can remember between, you know, a white woman and a black man, very erotic, and I could never explain why. And very, very titillating. And so, um, you know, like many cuckolds, um, you know, porn, I think probably fostered some of those thoughts early on for Mm me. Um, Kennedy and I used to watch, uh, you know, porn together a lot. And, you know, it just became an extension of visualization of what I was thinking in our fantasies. And and I would point out, Hey, doesn't that look great? And she would respond accordingly if she did or didn't like it. And, and so, again, as I said earlier on early, you know, in our relationship um, I, I was involved in the relationship. I was, I would, I would play alongside with you know some of her playmates, but that changed as time went on. Where I found that I had you know I, I had more pleasure by in you know just watching, mm-hmm. um, and you know also for me um, you know having a physical uh, a physical event a physical disability if you will changed it. Um, I'll just be graphic about it. Kennedy broke my dick. She <laughs> was she was riding me reverse cowgirl. And, um, you know, for any guy that's ever experienced that, I can tell you, it's not fun.
0: Oh, my God. um,
1: You know, (laughs) there's a uh, there's a symptom called Peyronie's, which unfortunately is a medical condition that is not fun, but, you know, you can treat it, but there's no 100% cure for it. And, you know, consequently, as a result of that, you know, it made me lose a lot of my ability and size and. And, you know, for us, it just transitioned to where, you know, I realized that I just could not satisfy her. I could not please her. And so it transitioned to where we went from a stag, you know, vixen or hot wife relationship to where it became more just pure couple relationship. And, and, you know, that's, 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 that's our evolution. That's how it evolved. Wow.
0: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> she broke yeah. your dick. Oh my God. She broke my <laughs> dick. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I can still, I can still hear the pop right now. Oh God. That's like
0: a fucking nightmare for so many
1: guys. I, I can tell you it did not feel good. No.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Next question. Here we go. Are you truly not interested in other women after seeing your cuckoldress form so many bonds with other men?
1: Great question. Great question. So, you, you know, I, um, it's interesting when Kennedy and I met, I, I had been in, you know, in a former life, you know, you could call me a womanizer. I was one of those guys, just one of those guys. And that had quite a few relationships. And so when I first introduced the idea to Kennedy years ago, she, she actually said to me, she said, wait a second, if I, enjoy other men. I mean, aren't you going to want to have, you know, your own relationship with someone else? Aren't you going to want to see someone else? And, and I found that for us, and at least speaking for myself, that I never really had that need, um, only because Kennedy satisfied it, you know, satisfied me in so many other ways, emotionally, physically. And, you know, again, we we've also, you know, this is also coming from the perspective of a 25 year relationship. So, Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, no, I, I, I've had zero interest in other women. Um, and you know, she certainly has, has offered it and said, look, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I'm positive. I'm what, you know, I'm pretty sure I can't, I, I don't really have that much to give sexually. So so, so I'd, I'd, I'd rather not embarrass myself any more than, you know, in my current station. So I'll just accept the way it is and, and be happy with it.
0: Yeah, I've met your wife. She is incredible, and I, you know, I can totally understand how she is could be everything for you. As far as like, there's, no, there's no need to look at anyone else. <laughs>
1: thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I feel the same.
0: Um. Okay. So, what are we going to ask you next? Oh my gosh. Here's, I don't know, Scott. This one's a heavy one. This one here. It's a pretty general question but I feel like this one, this is, this is a doozy. The question is how do you do it? And at times it destroys me. So whoever's asking this question is very, very honest about wondering like, how do you be a cuck? This person is obviously struggling with it.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a pretty vulnerable, uh, someone certainly being vulnerable there. I mean, Mm -hmm. for, for, for us, um, It comes from a place of love. I I think for us, cuckoldry is one of the purest forms of love. I mean, I I forget, you know, there there was, I think I saw there was a film that we saw so many, so many years ago. It was called Breaking Waves. And it basically, the end of the movie, um, the husband ended up becoming a cuckold because he was disabled and he was in a wheelchair. And he became a cuckold purely because... Of his expression of love for his, his wife. He wanted her to be happy. He wanted her to be satisfied. And I think to answer that question as succinctly as I can, that's how I do it. That's how um, it works for us. I mean, it, it's never destroyed me because it'd be the equivalent of me saying, look, I don't want you to be happy, Kennedy. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want you to be fulfilled. I want you to be sexually un, unsatisfied. And that's when, that's why people cheat. I mean, yeah, I mean, if people were just more honest with each other about their wants and needs, imagine that there could potentially be no infidelity, right? I mean, what a concept. We'll be back after a quick break.
0: Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscucklegist.com. So I find that fascinating because I feel like this question came likely from someone who, when he says at times it destroys me, it... I'm assuming is that, sh- that crushing shame that he's feeling, the shame of being a cuck that is f- he's feeling like it destroys who he is. So right. it's interesting that, you know, you don't feel that. You don't, you don't experience that crushing shame or that shame. This is, like you said, an expression of love that you are giving love, this gift to your, to your partner, so, d- did you ever feel that any kind of shame in the very beginning at all?
1: Um, honestly, no. I think I think society has done a good job, and certainly certain political circles have done a good job of you know demonizing and using the term "cuckold" as a as a derogatory term. And I think both you and Dr. David Lay and a number of other people have done a fantastic job of you know pointing out you know, uh, the, the bias and, and the hypocrisy behind that, that those that castigate people that, you know, uh, identify as, as and, uh, you know, that, it, that it, it, it's, I think that's where that, that shame might come from. Um, so no, it's never destroyed me, so to speak, because it's just, you know, for, for me, it's made me feel just vulnerable and honest, um, in my desires for her and for myself.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay. So this one here, this question here, it's a bit of a long one and it's a few, it's like several questions in one, feel free to not answer all of them, but <laughs> this was like a, like a whole blast of questions all in one. Sure. So here we rapid go.
1: fire. Here Bring we it. go.
0: Rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> I would ask, how do I become a cuckold? Okay. I get that one all the time. I'm sure you too, you do too. Sure. Sure.
1: Does,
0: does that get, to, okay. Does that, allow me to get to suck other guys off while my wife watches? Do I get someone to teach me these skills of blowing strangers at my wife's command? So I get to dress up and play secretary for my boss. Do you enjoy being used for a play toy? I think I would be willing to do these things if I had someone kind enough to teach me. Yes, I know I would. (laughs) Do you know of anyone who would help me through this process? Holy shit.
1: (laughs) Venus, that's 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 what you know. What you, we've got to figure that out. If you can come up with the Venus magic cuckold pill, man, you've got you know you'll you'll uh, you can uh, you'll have a greater wealth than Elon Musk. <laughs> um, wow, that's a that's 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 quite a few uh, questions. Um, mm-hmm. How do you how, <laughs> how do I become a cuckold? Well, you either are or you aren't. You either enjoy um, you know, sexual masochism, you enjoy humiliation, you enjoy, um, you know, you're a visual creature. Um, you are in touch with your emotions. You, um, you're vulnerable. You're willing to be honest. Um, y- you know, you, you, you eroticize the the thought of your partner or, you know, you know, someone you deeply care about, um, enjoying themselves. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's a, a, you know, a right way to answer that question, but, it's certainly a, an interesting question because people seem to think, obviously have the, seem to think that there is a magic pill. So, mm-hmm. um, to follow up on the next one, uh, part of that, que- that same question or series of questions, does that mean to get me to suck off other guys while my <laughs> wife watches? Well, um, I think that just naturally happens. I don't think it's something that's planned. I mean, anybody that, you know, that's had, uh, you know, a really, really highly sexual, you know, active life. I think for us, um, planning things almost seem staged. Mm-hmm. Things just kind of evolve when they evolve naturally. They're the most hot, the most erotic moments because they just happen. I didn't have, you know, I didn't practice on a banana. Um, I watched Kennedy and she is, uh, she's very gifted and, and with her mouth. And there's a lot of guys that can attest to that. <laughs> that um that just love what you know love what she does, and so i've I've watched her, and you know we we did experience I think the first time I experienced that it was a bull that she was with that um I was in the room and I was allowed to watch, and he said to me uh you know he called me over, and he said, okay, cuck, I want you to you know I want you to suck my cock and it just happened um and it was very natural, and it was it was just what happened. So, um, you know, for us, that was our evolution. So I don't, I don't know if I'm answering that question properly, but I'm just sharing my my side of how it happened for us. Um, you know, as far as the rest of it, you know, do I get to dress up and play secretary for my boss? (laughs) Do Do I get to enjoy being used as a play toy? Um, I, you know, look, if dressing up in a panda suit is your thing, then great. You know, I mean, I mean, whatever gets you off, I, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting children and it's consensual, you know, great. I mean, I, I, you know, I I think again, you know, pornography is, is great, but porn has also done, as we all know, a terrible job of, of creating this image of what cuckoldry should and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And so many couples believe that, okay, you're a couple now you need to dress up in, you know, in, as a maid and you need to, you know, be the secretary to, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's what works for you. I mean, look, I, have you know, over the years transitioned, and I've confessed and I've realized that, you know, I, I, certainly have, uh, you know, I have a kink towards, you know, certain things and, and, you know, and panties and certain things like that. I mean, I, you know, we don't do it all the time. But, um, you know, it's just an evolution and it's something that came about because we communicated and we, you know, I shared with her what, what my kinks were the same way that she's communicated with me, what she wants. I mean, look, she, as I was, I think I shared with you at another time, she just, you know, she just recently had a sleepover and, um, it was, it was wonderful. I mean, they, her and this gentleman had a, an amazing connection. It had been talking and talking and talking for a long time. And he moved uh, to Southern California from out of the country and they, he spent the night here at the house. I, you know, I slept downstairs and I got to listen to them, you know, like bunny rabbits and teenagers all night, you know, in <laughs> the downstairs bedroom. And she expressed to me some things in the fact that, you know, she felt an emotional connection to him, uh, an intellectual connection to him. And I was fine with that because it just, it came about and, and, and it was made possible because she communicated. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this in, this question is so interesting because I, I feel like this person um, really wants to be a cuckold, but wants to be a cuckold according to their own kind of porn script fantasies. And that's 100%. why they're going, yeah, they're going into so much detail about do I, you know, get to do the forced by aspect, the feminization, um, like, how do I, how do I, Who's going to help me through this? Like, this is a relationship, but maybe, maybe for this person, if they really do have these like cuckold fantasies that's very specific that they want to experience, it might be a matter of just hiring a pro dom and, you know, doing it just, you know, just do it. You'll get exactly what you want. It'll look exactly the way you want. And it'll, you know, it's, it'll be, you can check that off the list of fantasies that you have.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, if that, if you're so specific that that's what you want yeah, um, and you're trying to script things, um, speaking of things that, you know, make your partner lose respect. I used to, I used to try to script and, you know, when I would film Kennedy um, and play Steven Spielberg and, you know, <laughs> and, and talk through the scenes and say, okay, no, move your leg. I was like a porn director. It was, it was so silly of me to do that. I mean, I, I cringe when I think back on those and we watch those videos. Um, because I was trying to script something. And, and if, you know, anyhow, it's just, I guess, something you learn over time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, when I read this question, I also do think, you know, what if this person does you know he's well, he's got to create a relationship but he's got to form a, an actual real relationship first and then that's like first and foremost but Absolutely. if he's able to do that with someone who is open minded to his kinks and stuff like that ultimately though it's going to look however she wants it to look and so that's right um having all of this, you know, laundry list of things is great that you want, but it's not necessarily going to look like that. And as we know, in cuckolding relationships, there's, you know, it's a vast wide spectrum of practices. So it doesn't always include the forced by the feminization, the panties, all that sort of stuff. Like it's it's not automatically going to go there.
1: I I, I think you could, you know, it's probably a fair statement to say that all cuckolds once they get it too wrapped up in their fantasy, they aren't exactly known for being patient Mm -hmm. and, um, it's easy to get wrapped up in your own thoughts and, uh, credit to my, uh, my, uh, my good friend, uh, James, uh, and James, James has taught me even though we've been in the lifestyle a long time to be more patient. Um, he's like a brother from another mother, love the guy to death. And, uh, Again, you know, you can't script things. You can't force it. If you force it, then you're setting up for yourself up for failure and disappointment. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, so which one? Okay, I'm going to have to ask you this. This is about porn. And we only, I think, got one question about cuck porn, which is surprising. So um, the question is, what do you think was the importance of pornography and erotica in the elaboration of your personal e- and the emergence of this kink? Let's be honest here. It's much more than a mere kink and can perhaps be best represented as a sexual orientation in itself. I agree with that. In other words, what part of this is nature? Uh, versus, I guess, nurture in your own understanding?
1: Great question. Um, I think it's both. I think it's nature and nurture. Speaking for myself, um, from the time that I discovered, you know, my penis and that, you know, I couldn't stop touching it at the age of like, you know, 12 or 13, I, I'm kind of a rare individual. I, I lost my virginity at a very young age. I was 11 when I lost my virginity. Holy shit. Yep. and uh, lied about my age and slept with a girl that was older than me. I, you know, I looked older than I was. And, uh, you know, I think from the time that I discovered my penis and wouldn't leave this thing alone, um, I, you know, from the moment I watched pornography and I think the first time I saw an interracial scene, for me, uh, I can't explain it. I was hooked. Um, There was something that was fascinating to me um, about this, the sexual chemistry, the connection, the beauty, the contrast of the skin colors, um, of you know between a white woman and a black man, <clears throat> and so speaking for myself, I think it it certainly uh, was maybe part nature, uh, but also it was nurtured through erotica and through pornography. Uh, it certainly helped emerge, you know, my my preference and my kink for the lifestyle and where we are today.
0: Mm. Interesting. Okay. A couple more questions and then we'll be finished. So uh, the first one here is why is finding a long-term bull so hard? I hear this one all the time.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Another great question. Um, Well, I can tell you that for us being in the lifestyle as long as we have, you know, the, the lifestyle certainly has has become far more prevalent today, I would say in the last five to seven, maybe eight years than it was in the early 2000s. Um, you know, also too, the emergence of social media has, has allowed, you know, people to express their sexuality and express their thoughts, their wants, their desires. So, I mean, in the two thousands, I can tell you, you know, we were we were left to you know Craigslist. We were left to you know meetups at bars. We were left to things like that, right? You know, she would see a guy at the gym. I mean, that kind of stuff. Um, and those, you know, weren't always very successful <laughs> friendships or relationships because I think oftentimes, you know, we, we like the term "bull friend" because it, it, you know, this other individual, this 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 man, is more than just you know a bull. Yeah. He's a human, he's a person. And you know we like to have connections with the people that, that, uh, that, you know, that we become friends with. And so, you know, I think for us bulls are in, you know, bull friends are very, you know, they're, they're in such demand nowadays that I think that, you know, all you'd have to do is look on Twitter anywhere and you can find a million people that, you know, that are in the lifestyle now and everybody's a queen of spades and everybody's this and everybody's you know, everybody's black only, and and it's just so prevalent nowadays. So I think, you know, the tide has turned where there's you know potentially you know more men than there are potentially even women, and and they're just in such in demand, you know that, that you know that it's made it difficult. They have their choice, and they can be selective. And for those that are flaky and non-committal, that just want to, you know, that are more interested in sport fucking. Great, you know, then they're going to have that. It's going to be hard to have a long-term bull or a long-term bullfriend yeah. as a result. Yeah, We'll be back after a quick break.
0: Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Okay, last question here. This one, I know you're going to be great to answer this one. If the wife starts to develop an emotional bond and feelings for Mm. her lover... And if her husband begins to question his value and his role in the marriage, what should the couple do?
1: Wow. Well, if memory serves correctly, you did an interview with uh, my gorgeous wife, Kennedy, about this exact topic. And uh, I can speak firsthand that she has developed an emotional bond and feelings for someone. Um, but it's at a different type of emotional bond and feeling. So I don't feel threatened. I don't question my value or the role in the marriage because we've communicated through it. We've set those boundaries. Um, if things move too quick for another couple and they're unable to do that, I mean, I could easily see where in some relationships, if, you know, the cuckoldress is in a position where she's met someone and next thing you know, they're going on a week long vacation, uh, or longer, you know, you just, anything, there's any number of things that, that can happen, um, feelings can take over. So I think again, you know, the couple in those scenarios, if, if you've gotten to that point where you're starting to question your, your self-worth or your place in the marriage because of somebody else, you, you have to communicate through it. You have to sit and talk about it. You have to share how you feel. You have to feel, you know, share that you're feeling threatened. If you're not doing that, no different than in, a, in a, you would in a vanilla relationship, right? If 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 we weren't in the lifestyle and we were in a regular vanilla, vanilla relationship and she was befriending a, a, a male or female, you know, that she, I felt she was too attached to and felt insecure about, I would share it with her. I mean and And you should do the same in this relationship, right? I mean, I think people have a uh, people make a common mistake of you know uh, confusing sex and emotion and sex and love. And if you can separate the two in this relationship, um, you'll be better for it.
0: I love that. I've been saying that for a long time that that's really necessary in this kind of relationship is to make that separation, but I can completely understand how frightening that would be for a guy to be, you know, worried that maybe she will leave him if there's some feelings involved and, and how scary that would be.
1: Of course. Of (laughs) course. I mean, I think everybody can understand. I mean, you know, everybody has had, or everybody can at least appreciate being, you know, what jealousy feels like. Right. And, and, um, I mean, at least for me in high school, a lot of the girls that I dated, you know, and ended up, one way or another, I don't know why, but a lot of them ended up dating, you know, black men, and that just just happened that way. And so, I, you know, I had a lot of black friends in in in, in high school, and and uh, you know, I, I I never felt like I don't know. I mean, I guess at times I felt maybe jealous. Um, when it came to black men that, you know, that, that, you know, maybe if a girl dumped me because she, she, I mean, I remember one time I, you know, this girl dumped me in high school, started dating the high school quarterback and I was friends with the high school quarterback. And he was this like, you know, like total stud black guy. And, and I was kind of like, okay with it. (laughs) I was kind of like, ah you know, I can understand why, (laughs) Um, you know, if, if for us, for me, I mean, If if he, you know, if he had been in maybe another, you know, another race, I, I don't know, maybe I would have felt differently. Um, I think in other, in other times I did, you know, and I did, I can certainly empathize with that feeling of emotion of jealousy um, because I felt it. I mean, Kennedy and I, before we were, you know, when we were a stag vixen couple, I, you know, there's been plenty of times where people I think have been, you know, too forward with her and, and, and you know just assumed, you know, too much that we were friends and so I can appreciate that but you communicate through it. All right,
0: I feel like you have given me and the listeners so much amazing helpful information by answer helping to answer these questions today so scott i just want to say a big thank you this is it's my always a really it's a great thing to see when somebody gives back in this lifestyle in this way so i really do appreciate that about you
1: absolutely no i i'm I, it's my pleasure and and i i really feel that you know with all the resources that are out there nowadays your podcast has done just a fantastic job and what you've done is You've championed the lifestyle and helps. I think, you know, countless, countless people and helping better understand, you know, and sort through their emotions and their feelings and, mm-hmm. and better understand themselves. So kudos to you.
0: Yeah. And this, this kind of relationship, it certainly is an emotional minefield for a lot of people. So I get it. Um, but what i'm going to do after we finish recording this is to i'm going to ask scott some quick bonus questions some juicy bonus questions yes (laughs) so make sure you check out that uh on the bonus episode for this show uh scott is there anywhere where people can uh contact you or uh learn more about you anything you'd like to share
1: yeah i uh I, I do respond to some DMS um, as long as they're not questions like, how do I convince my wife to become, you know, my cuckoldress? <laughs> um, I don't generally respond to those types of questions, but I do respond to insightful, well thought out questions from, from, from individuals, um, male or female doesn't matter. Um, uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Vegas milf, the number one. And, uh, on there you can also find uh Kennedy's uh handle as well she's kennedy sdqos um she's on my uh on shows her uh, her handle as well so um i think you know in taking away some of the things that you know i, I would say is i really really enjoy giving back mm-hmm. and and I, and i and i just i because i early on i mean i when i found your podcast I think I, you know, I was just blown away by how insightful it was and how well thought out it was and how how structured it was. Also, Dr. David Lay has done a fantastic job in helping the community out. So um, I'd like to find, you know, a way to kind of do the same and and share that, you know, the beauty of what I've found and what Kennedy and I, you know, have enjoyed together. So um, it's a gift. It really is.
0: is i I think it's wonderful so thank you so much for for helping out with all of these questions from listeners and sharing your wisdom and your experience and and all of that so i really appreciate that thank you so much scott
1: my pleasure venus anytime
0: That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you loved it. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com. That's where you can check out the Venus blog. You can book a private chat with me and also join the Queen's Quarters Fan Club. And hey, if you are a member of the fan club, then you get access to the upcoming Pillow Talk event, which is a live video event that will be Friday, March 31st at 6 p.m pacific that's 9 p.m eastern you can get more information on how to register for this pillow talk event at venuscuckoldress.com on the events page and don't forget to follow me on twitter my handle is at cuckoldress that's it for today's episode we'll see you next time If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you know I've talked about a really, really amazing sexual activity other than cuckolding, and it's called Sensual Massage. Now, I've received this a few times, and it is fucking mind-blowing. I'm a huge fan, but there just hasn't been any kind of place for guys to learn how to do it, not that I knew of, anyway. Until now, (laughs) I came across this video, this sensual massage video that is on xoafterglow.com, which is a pretty cool site. It is porn that is meant to be real, educational, entertaining, of course, um, but really cool, made by women, and lots of different kinds of porn as well. So I found this video on there and i was like oh my god yay it's really hot it's this real couple and he's actually in the beginning of the video learns how to do the massage. he's obviously watching some sort of instructions. He talks to his wife about it and um, she's on the massage table and he gives her an amazing sensual massage. Now, it's not as long as I would like as far as length of time, but the video is great and I'm so happy to see it. It's really hot. It's really sexy and it just mm, presses all the buttons for me. (laughs) So if you want to check it out, you should go to exoafterglow.com. And right now, if you enter the code Venus, you can actually get one week of uh, free access to it, a free trial. So that's exoafterglow.com. Enter the code Venus. And the link for that, if you are not going to be able to remember, is in the show notes for today. Enjoy.